What's up, crew? Welcome to an all-new episode of the Daily Multivitam. Hope you are well. And I wanted to just touch base on something that I've heard now a few times. And in the ways in which this phrase has been communicated was just concerning to me. And that is, I want to talk about the myth of the authentic self for a moment. And let me provide the context. I'm a big believer in this holy triad of what I call CPA. And CPA stands for clarity, power, and authenticity. And when those three trifecta, if you will, are operating in a way that is congruent with self and congruent with what the moment requires, there is a there is a powerful, compelling presence that moves people and moves things. There is a good side to authenticity, meaning there is true genuineness. What you see is what you get. There is no fake persona or two-facedness going on. However, there is also an evil side, a bad side to authenticity. Here's exactly what I mean. I find that in today's day and age, in 2020, It is often the case that the authentic self or this commitment to authenticity holds us back more than it propels us forward. And here's what this myth of authenticity or the authentic self states. And that is, we're at our best when we stay true to whatever normal self we may define as normal. How do you know that you're doing that? Well, it's simple. Things either feel, quote, natural, end quote, or they don't. And if they do feel natural, then you should do them. If they feel awkward, then you shouldn't do them. A case in point, just this past year, there was a story that absolutely exploded over Twitter because a high school student who was given the assignment of giving a speech in front of their classmates said that they did not want to do it because of how anxious it made them feel and therefore how inauthentic it truly was requiring them to be to their normal self. You know just as well as I do that that is complete trash. It's a well-intentioned idea designed to help people feel good about themselves and express their true feelings, but here's the issue. When you tell someone to only ever stick to what they feel is normal or comfortable, you are by definition telling them to remain in their comfort zone. This is a massive obstacle to long-term personal growth. Take it from Adam Grant. Adam Grant, before becoming a psychological, uh, psychology, forgive me, psychology professor at the Wharton School and a best-selling author, he, he was terrified. He was absolutely petrified of public speaking. In grad school, for example, a friend once asked him to give a guest lecture for his class. And when you read about what this experience was like, Grant actually says that it was, he used the word brutal. He trembled, he shuddered, he stuttered, he sweated so much that his discomfort began to spread through the entire class like a virus. And one of the students, when they were recalling the example, said that by the end of the lecture, listeners were physically shaking in their seats because of the discomfort experience. Grant's authentic self, so to speak, was a terrible public speaker. 
He was petrified. He stuttered. He shuddered. Anyone and everyone that would have heard his earlier speeches would have said, if he stays with what's normal, he's going to move away from this altogether. But guess what? He didn't want to stay true to his terrified self. He wanted to grow. So what did he do? He started volunteering for as many guest lectures as he possibly could. And then he would hand out feedback forms so that he could consistently improve over time. And within months, fear subsided. And then a few years later, Grant wasn't just at ease lecturing and speaking in public. He was very good at it. And now he is a man of tremendous impact and compensated very well, by the way, because he chose to push against his authentic self and get comfortable and being uncomfortable. So here's what I want to leave you with. If you're a dad, a mom, if you're a kid, you're a young man on the young woman on the field of play, whether that be on the court, on the field, in the classroom, even at work, if you're a business leader, I want you to think about the ways in which authenticity can help you, meaning that you are who you are, that you are not trying to be someone that you're not, because that's inauthentic, that's not true, it's fake, and people can smell it. If you are trying to be like Gary Vaynerchuk, or you're trying to be anyone that you are not, it doesn't come off as true. It's incongruent and people can smell that. However, there's a bad side of authenticity that wants you or leads you or influences you to stay with what's normal, really what's comfortable. And it begs the question, is your personality fixed or is it flexible? I would argue that it's flexible. And this is not about who you are now. But it's about answering this question. Who do you want to be? What story do you want to tell? And how can you show up now so that what you're doing now is congruent with who you want to be? That is the true alignment. That's authenticity of this is who I want to be. Therefore, I'm going to do things that aren't normal and aren't comfortable. And if you do that, you're going to be consistently top grading at every point. And if you're listening to this podcast, my guess is that is probably you. Take care. Have a great day.